Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey there, amazing listener. It is your coach and guide, Candy Motsek, the host of She Coaches Coaches. Welcome. I am so glad you're here. This show is more than three years old. And whether you're one of our OGs or you're just finding us for the first time, I want to welcome you to She Coaches Coaches. As I was writing my newest batch of episodes, I had a look through the hundreds of episodes we've already released. Yeah, I could hardly believe it. Hundreds of episodes. And I figured that even though I'm always inspired with new ideas to share with you, there is huge value in many of the concepts we've already covered. So today is a special treat. We're going to dive into the archives to bring back a gem, a timeless episode that is packed with wisdom and strategies that you can put into action today. This is an episode that resonated deeply within the community. And as we're dusting off those virtual shelves, we're not just looking at the past. You may have heard it when it was new, but if you're anything like me, you're always evolving, always growing. So consider how much you've grown in the past years or even months. That means even if you listened to it before, you're going to unlock a new perspective. You're going to learn something new because you are hearing it with different ears. The lessons are evergreen and the strategies shared are the stepping stones to many of the success stories that you can achieve. So buckle up for a nostalgia-infused, value-packed episode. Whether you heard it when it was a fresh release or you're uncovering it for the first time, get ready to get inspired, and to take your coaching journey to new heights. Okay, let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome to episode four of She Coaches Coaches. Today, we're going to talk about confidence. What exactly is it, and why is confidence important to you as you become a coach and start attracting all those new clients so you can create a coaching business that you're proud of? And how do you get more confidence? I've got a different way of looking at this topic, and I know you're going to find it refreshing. So let's get started. Now, before we dive in, 
I want to give a warm thank you to my behind the scenes team. They're the ones that helped me create this podcast. Specifically, I want to give a huge shout out to Michelle Abraham and Troy Locker of Amplify You. I've wanted to create this podcast for months, and truthfully, I could have done it on my own, but I decided that it was better to get some help. I reached out to Michelle, and I have got to tell you, her team has saved me hours and hours of experimenting and frustration. They are genuine experts and incredibly helpful, kind people that I'm happy to recommend. If you've ever thought that you might like to have a podcast, check out their website. I've popped the link in the website show notes. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. So why is confidence so important for new coaches? Here's the kinds of things that I've heard from you. What if I run out of questions during a coaching call? I don't know how to do a coaching call. I don't even know how to start. What if I mess it up? How do I find clients? I don't know the perfect name to call my business. How do I tell people I'm a coach? What niche should I choose? Listen, I'm scared of making a mistake. So when you hear all of those things, the first thing that I notice is that there are questions and statements that become because that coach is new. You've never been a coach before, never created a business, never signed clients, never coached someone and charged for it. There's this whole feeling of new. And with the new, there comes with it an underlying feeling of nervous, worried, self-doubt. And it may sound something like this. Oh, I don't even know how. Sounds uncertain to me. Or I might screw this up. It's a filled with self-doubt. I don't know the right way. Do you hear that self-doubt when you say that in your head? I can hear it when I say it in mine. What if I make a mistake and look stupid? This feels so vulnerable when you have these thoughts. So often a new coach is thinking thoughts that are kind of like those. And because of those thoughts, they wait and they hold back because they're so nervous. I know that I sure did when I started out. So this holding back may look like procrastinating. Maybe you think you're gonna do it later. Or it might look like, oh, I'm just gonna do a little bit more research. Or I'm looking for some more information. I bet there are many areas of your life where you do feel confident. And a lot of it might be day-to-day -day activities that you just take for granted now. I bet you didn't always assume that you would be fine doing them. Consider how you felt when you were learning how to drive or when you got your first apartment or maybe the first time you became a mom or a dad. Those are some big achievements and big milestones in our lives. But what about these simpler examples? How did you feel when you were thinking of learning how to clean the first bathroom? or learning how to cook dinner for the very first time, or even how to change a light bulb. 
might not have been so confident at the start. Now it's just commonplace. Or we can even take it down even simpler. What about the first time you cooked scrambled eggs? Or learning how to tie your shoes all those years ago. I bet you weren't confident when you started doing any of these things. That's the key word, started doing any of those things. Some of them are large, some of them are small. Your confidence rises and falls. You might find these days that you're confident managing complex projects. While at the same time, maybe you're not as confident leading a presentation. Or you might find that you're confident talking to a friend about their life. But maybe you're not all that confident for your first official coaching session with a client. We often make the mistake of thinking that confidence comes because of the doing, because of that action. We think that it's because we take that action over and over and over, and eventually we get good. So we think that's how we get confident, is we do something over and over, and eventually we become confident. But this isn't the case. And this is where my approach is different. Confidence doesn't come from doing and finally getting good. Confidence comes because it's a feeling. Confidence is an emotion. It's a feeling. And all of your feelings are created by your thoughts. So let me give you a personal example of one of my things when I wasn't confident and eventually became confident. So I started ballet as an adult. I think I was maybe 39 or 40 when I first started and I joined a class for adults and I loved it, like absolutely loved it. I told my teacher how much I enjoyed it and she made a really radical suggestion. She invited me to join a class of teenagers and really dive into learning ballet and training. So listen, I was 40, yes, four zero, and I joined a class of 12 to 13 year old girls, and it was hard. I had to wrap my ego up in a fuzzy little blanket, and there were countless times that I had to talk myself into getting out of the car and walking into the ballet studio. It was because I felt like I was a laughing stock. I used all of the tools that I spoke to you about in episode three, the how to silence self-doubt episode. And I started slow and I kept showing up. I put in the work and I practiced. Remember, I had a reason to show up. I loved it. And I kept reminding myself that I was improving, that I was getting better, that I was learning and that it was possible for me to do this. I thought things like, you can do this, Candy, or what's the worst that's gonna happen? Or, you know, I think you're getting better. Now the girls that I was with, they were gracious. And this is just an aside, but if there is anything that I've learned about kids these days, is that kids these days are awesome. They're gracious, they're wonderful, they're kind-hearted, and they work hard. So kids these days is a compliment for me. But since then, I danced for over 15 years. And in that time, I became confident. Not because I was very good, 
So confidence in this case is not because I'm a great dancer, but because of how I thought about myself and how I thought about learning ballet and how I thought about what I was capable of. So for those of you who don't know me in person, if you ever meet me, I'm short and I'm kind of round. Nothing like those long, lean ballerina bodies that you've seen. And even so, I've been on stage countless times. I've taken four Royal Academy ballet exams, and I've even danced on point. Now, all these experiences opened up for me because I was willing to feel uncomfortable. I was willing to do what it took, and I was willing to have those feelings. I grew my confidence. I learned the language of ballet. And at some point, I don't even know when, I went from a woman who had a very strange habit of taking ballet classes to becoming a dancer. I trusted myself and my ability to succeed. When you look at Google, confidence is defined as a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Notice this, even Google says confidence is a feeling. And it also says that you not necessarily have to be good at something to feel confident. So my ballet story gives you some hints about how to become confident. We're going to talk more about confidence and clarity and courage in the coming weeks. And I'm going to show you how to create the results that you want, how to start your coaching business, and I'm going to show you where to start and how to attract your clients that you're just loving to work with. And in the meantime, think about my ballet story and see how you can use some of the nuggets today. Get in touch with your vision, your reason for doing this. Realize that you're probably going to feel silly or nervous or scared before you can become confident. Create courage and clarity with your thoughts. Then use that courage to get started and to keep showing up and keep practicing. It's helpful to keep in mind all of your past experience because it helps to give you perspective that you will get better with time. Remind yourself of the things that you've done in the past where you grew your confidence. You create confidence by creating courage. Think those kinds of thoughts first. Then you reinforce confidence by practicing those thoughts, taking action, and learning. You've done it before. We're just going to learn how to do this more consciously so you can start getting the results that you want intentionally. Start by laying that groundwork to begin trusting yourself and your own experience as you grow into the successful coach that you will be. You've got your entire life experience, your skills, your interests, your abilities, and I know that you will bring all of them to your clients as you coach them. So listen, guys, thanks so much again for listening today. I'm super excited to hear how this goes for you. You can do this on your own, of course, using all this information that I'm giving you. But if you want more help and you don't want to do it by yourself, I'd be honored to be that coach who helps walk you step by step through startup to success. Click the link on this episode and find out more about how we could work together. I would love to hear from you. Now, just a second before we go, 
I want to remind you that I want to celebrate the launch of this podcast with a thank you to my early listeners. I'm going to be giving away two $50 Amazon.com gift cards to some of my lucky listeners. All you have to do is enter to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then email me a screenshot of your entry to info at candymotsek.com. I'm going to be doing the draw on Wednesday, September 16th, 2020, and I'll do it live on Facebook. So go ahead, click on the show notes to find out more about how you can enter. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.